Welcome back to the Post-Nerdism Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Lavender. Join once again, no, Sleepy Chris. Chris Harris. Sleepy Chris. <laughs> Sleepy Chris. Yes. The Jigglypuff of Sleepy Gary. Is now, uh, it's your first nickname. We'll come up with more. I don't know. I think Ganondorf's doing better. Ganondorf, fuck that guy. Yeah, I guess we could add that to the list. We didn't put that in our, uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to Games that. Games we've been playing this week. Games we played this week. That was embarrassing. It was not good. Your level seemed a little hot. Yeah, I'm getting pretty up there, aren't I? All right. Uh, little quick intermission. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, we're, we're starting off with a general discussion of about the virtual console on the Switch. Yes. So we're going to change the format up of this podcast because uh, we had some feedback on the last episode. It was underwhelming. Dan wasn't impressed. <laughs> it's too short. Uh, it was unprepared. And uh, we kind of just, well, we were all hungover and sleepy, I think. That was the, the biggest problem that with that one. It. I know I looked like like I didn't sleep all night, and that's basically how it went. All right, so the way we're going to do it this time, and probably going forward if this works out successfully, we're going to have one main topic for each podcast uh, where we will go deep into the topic, as deep as we can get without mm-hmm. um, sounding dumb. I guess. And then we're going to go into this week's headlines. Uh, they're nerdy news, we'll call it. And it may not be news to you, but it will be news to us. And that's kind of the way I see it. Because, yes. hey, <laughs> I'm not always that great with news, but maybe you'll learn something. I know some people will learn something. Uh, and then we'll go to what we've been playing this week and what we've been watching this week. And that'll be uh, just a nice little wrap-up before we start the new week. Maybe we'll even talk about what we hope to play with the week going forward. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. So like Chris was saying, uh, the general discussion we're going to start with this week is about Nintendo's virtual console and why it hasn't come to the Switch, or just about it and its entire Switch presence and its lack thereof so I think far. it's just not there right now because it's Nintendo being Nintendo and taking their sweet time with things. They don't rush. They definitely don't rush. So you don't think it has anything to do with... Uh, well, my, my hypothesis would be that... Um, they're really pushing their indie scene right now because they don't have a lot of their own big yeah. releases coming. And a lot of the indie games would be in direct competition with their old school games because indie games a lot of times lower budgets. They do they basically make games that are inspired by old Nintendo games like side-scrollers or yeah. Metroid-style games where you're searching for things or um, I don't know what other kind of indie games. Those are the biggest ones, I guess. And so my kind of thought was that Nintendo, you know, if you had side by side in a store, let's say you're a big Super Metroid fan like I am, am I going to spend my seven bucks on Super Metroid or am I going to spend it on, you know, and take a chance on this Super Metroid inspired brand new game? I'm going to buy Super Metroid because I already know I like it. And then maybe the independent developer will kind of get the shaft a lot more often by not having anyone even consider those options. I don't know if that's really it, though, because Nintendo's interested in profit. I also, know, yeah. And they probably would get more profit directly off of a port because it's direct to Nintendo, all profits to them. It's true, and you can't ignore that. I don't know. It's a hard one for me to really I think. I think it's just it, they're taking their sweet time. It's a good thing for the indies right now to build up their scene and builds up the switches scene as an indie thing so it could be both reasons really yeah. i mean they could be taking their time because they're, they have a nice indie marketplace going right now yeah and so they don't feel like they need to i think it'll show up eventually but 
I think it'll be more of a a trickle out. You think it'll be just slow releases trickle? when they're doing them? Yeah, what I was thinking when they might do would be um Yeah, it would be good to start like almost hold things back for like when there's a definite lull and so they can it's like, oh we got nothing big coming out this month, yeah. maybe no indies even. And it's just like, okay, now's the time to put in five virtual console yeah, games. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not I don't think it's gonna pop up and just be bam, here's all of the games you could possibly Wouldn't that want. Be overwhelming. <laughs> yes. That's not how you get people to notice them because they get buried by the other money. ones. Because they're gonna probably burn out and then forget yeah. about it for a little I know I would. I pretty much did that every time with virtual consoles, bought a bunch, played a quarter of them <laughs> and then didn't buy any more. They definitely need to tweak their settings though in the console. They still haven't really done anything there. Just searching for things is Oh, painful. in the marketplace? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's yes. no real categories thing other than new. And new releases, bestsellers. Yeah. Well, there's so That's many basically games it, But you have so many games now, you have other ones that get buried because you can't search in a certain category. Mm -hmm. You need a category. The amount that they have coming out, you need categories. Yeah. They don't have any categories yet. It's just a big list. Of it's basically just a big list. New releases, bestsellers. Yep. And literally everything else and on goes sale. to the bottom. Yeah. All right. It'd be nice if there was, um, I know they're doing their Nintendo Directs, the Nindies, the Nindy Directs or whatever now, yeah. where they're highlighting new games that aren't necessarily big titles that everyone would know about. Um, it'd be nice if that was almost like a weekly feature. So you could go on, well, I guess that's why podcasts like ours exist, isn't it? <laughs> we'll do the research for you if we have the time. <laughs> um, but go on and have Nintendo actually talk about, you know, just briefly a, a little Nintendo Direct type thing, all the, uh, all the games basically that week. And so you can just go back and I'm trying to think of would I actually watch something like that. I just don't spend enough money and time on games, I guess, that I'd be able yeah. to really keep up. By YouTubers weekly do thing pretty, probably good pretty good. I don't know if you need to be weekly. Might yeah. burn people out. They're not going to have that much coming out per week, right? There are releases every week, though. Someone could probably do that. I'm, there are, I'm sure, positive YouTube channels that do highlight that. And you could probably go on YouTube right now and just find reputable YouTubers saying best 10 indie games this month or something. Yeah. So I guess, I guess it's already taken care of itself and... There's nothing for me to really say about Once it. Once you get it set, it's just the biggest thing. It's the categories and the yeah. searching and all that and being able to organize things. Mm -hmm. Searchability on the console itself is important. If I always want... found their eShop slow too. Like even just page to page, you're trying to browse. It's like, yeah. if you're trying to spend your money and find something to play, I don't know, it kind of interrupts your process if you're like waiting for, especially their videos for some reason are always terrible to load. Maybe I'm thinking more of the Wii U. I remember that being terrible. Maybe the Switch is better now. I think the Switch is... A significantly better than yeah. the wii u but it's still not great but you're looking at the size of the console and the power it has versus other systems it's the portability that's the selling point so you're going to sacrifice elsewhere yeah um what do you think they're going to do as far as distribution do you think it's going to be a thing that you can collect and pay for and hold or is it going to be a subscription thing and they just cycle that's another thing I thought they the could virtual console. They could stay away from um, com competition with big games and with indie games by... Um, I think the virtual console did take a lot even from their own games away. Yeah. Like if you could buy Mario Kart 64, maybe you're not even going to buy the new Mario Kart because you're getting your fix kind of thing. But if That's they had it on true. a cycle, and so only like brand new games you could kind of own forever, but everything else is a subscription. It's like, hey, this month we've got... This GameCube game, this Super Nintendo game, this N64 game. I don't know if that would work. People that would probably be pissed off. Make me not want it. 
I probably would have just a subscription. Just because I basically would be set with the N64 games and not want anything else necessarily. And that's maybe what they're trying to compete. But if they cycle them out, then I'm just going to be pissed and go, well, this isn't worth my time <laughs> and cancel the subscription. Well, that's what I mean. It's a weird... Like, I'm trying to think from their point of view what would be the most profitable for them without angering the fan base. You almost have to have maybe like a, a select number are permanent things to play. And then uh, they cycle out others. Like maybe NES games get cycled or something. I don't know. But then why not just put them up forever? I don't know. I'm trying to think of ways where they can justify charging us a subscription fee, which is more money. Well, they they want to do a <laughs> subscription service for an online system. And if well, if they're going to be doing good, that. Yeah, but is it going to be as good as Xbox it. Live? Uh, they're making not. you use your phone to chat. There's already a problem there <laughs> built in. <laughs> now maybe they'll change that. The Switch does have, I think, a headphone mic jack. So there's no reason I. More think. peripheral sales. Yeah, you can just sell a, a headset, right? You already got to buy a headset if you're using your phone for it, I think. You could probably use the mic on your phone, but that's awkward. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they got to figure something out. When do you think we'll actually see it? We still haven't even heard like a <laughs> mention of it. Do you think this E3, they might finally uh, talk about it? It would be great news. I think I hoped in the previous episode that that would come out this e3 but i'm not holding my breath yeah i i don't think we'll even hear about it for the rest of the year um there'll already be a nintendo direct at some point yeah maybe next january's january's are usually um popular nintendo directs uh, we just had one in what march i guess they do them quarterly mm. so they do one in january that's where the switch got announced or not announced but a bit the big reveal was a january one of i guess 2017 but right you know three months before it launched i could see them doing a uh, a big january virtual console after the big holiday season's over and being like hey, this is how we're gonna push 2019 basically mm. um and then essentially launch it right away or like within a month of them revealing it which would be exciting it would you know it would push i don't know <laughs> what's happening in 2019 we got smashed this year i think metroid might be but so that's I don't know nice to see a trailer this year. Yeah, I think we'll see a trailer for Metroid this year for sure. Um, but Virtual Console, it it's like from to me, it's the glue for Nintendo. Like what's kept us playing Nintendo consoles for so long. It's just they keep re-releasing. It's easy access. Yeah, we we always you know get drunk and play Mario Kart sixty four because the battle <laughs> mode just can't be topped apparently in any other game. And even the the racing's just got this simple fun to it it's the yeah the biggest thing i like like about older games like that that keep coming up on the console is just it's keep it simple mm -hmm. well when you get it... too complex then you got to dedicate more time it's something you can just drop in and be decent at enough to have have a good time yeah and relive you know pretend you're a kid again in a way <laughs> <laughs> numb some brain cells and uh play the same games you did when you had just as many brain cells when you were seven yes <laughs> um and the uh, there's a certain level of like mastery that you feel when you go back and you play an old game, like you're playing Majora's Mask again. Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff that you just feel like you're confident and able to just play without having a lot of like get right into it. Brain kind of wrenching. You always really pick up on one thing that has greatly improved over the years: camera controls. Yeah, <laughs> camera for sure. <laughs> Early camera controls were brutal. But what I do uh, love about Nintendo is that their gameplay was always spot on, even in the N64, like Mario Kart 64, Mario himself is so fluid and so responsive. Yeah. 
I love going back to just playing that game because I think of how the camera was a lot was. better in that game too. People always bitched about it, and yet you can I control it a lot more. Though. Yeah, I found it really highly controllable. I you don't know. can't really do anything with the Zelda one. No, but it had Z targeting, which really helped. Yes, that's where they invented Z targeting. Well, had to be. It's the first 3D Zelda on the N64, but it worked pretty well, and you could uh, always just tap Z to look in front of you at least. Yeah, but yes, if you were in a tight quarter sometimes, and you were like trying to turn around and run away, and you just like be in a wall and then you're in about a corner you didn't realize it was there yeah (laughs) and you start clipping and the camera's all through the walls (laughs) yeah it could be pretty frustrating um i'm looking forward to just getting for some reason there's like this way more appealing to play like a super nintendo game on a portable console so playing having Mm, the switch as a virtual console is really exciting i never really thought about that because just like the style is usually 2d yeah and so it's, it's perfect. And it was already low res. You got it now it's just a small screen and yeah. low res look way better on a small screen. <laughs> yes. As we know. They don't look so good when you try and play it on a 4K TV. Although uh, not too bad either. I mean, <laughs> it could be worse. For or the for some reason the 4K looks better than like old 1080 TVs looked for those games. They're doing a better job with scaling, I think now. Uh, okay. Better uh, circuitry and all that crap that TV technology does. <laughs> um not to mention my deep, deep blacks <laughs> on this four uh, <laughs> On your fancy old OLED. LED. Um, uh, and if they do the, uh, if they keep going with the way they were with the other virtual consoles where you could pause a game and, at any point and have a restore point. Yeah. So being portable and on the go and having that is super important because if you're like on a bus and you're suddenly at your stop, as if we ride the bus, but <laughs> you're suddenly at your stop, um, you can just hit boom, create restore point, turn off your system. Oh, you weren't at a save point? Don't worry about it. Because a lot of games back then, they had either no save point or you had to like make your way to one. Yeah. So retro kind of fitting it with this restore point really like increases its uh, playability portable. So I'm looking forward Definitely. to that. I'll actually probably spend a lot of money on old games. <laughs> this would be the one, the system to do it on. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, this kind of came out late breaking news. We're not at the news section yet, but still Nintendo. Uh, they're already talking about the next console somehow. Like there's rumbling starting to happen. And I know most hardware manufacturers start R&D right away. As soon as the console's out, I mean, they have a whole department dedicated to the next thing. That's just their, their R&D yeah. department. So of course it exists. But uh, while we're talking talking virtual console, because be sometimes it seems like we are going to, well, when we're talking about future proofing, right? Are we going to get in the situation again? Uh, it's just going to be an updated Switch, basically Switch Pro. So hopefully virtual console's there at launch. Yes. <laughs> and they don't make us wait this two-year limbo again. It was weird enough with the Wii U and how you had to transfer the virtual console over. And then it was like super inferior because now you had to have the the Wiimotes with the... <laughs> The, the classic controllers plugged into the Wiimotes to play yeah. the old games because there was no longer GameCube support. we just been through all this recently. I just bought adapters for the Wiimotes to GameCube so that we could play any game we wanted that way and have yet to really take advantage of it. But it's only been a couple weeks, so look we'll at Yeah, there. it's just... Uh, it, they call it the Switch U. <laughs> oh, God. Switch U? Switch me? <laughs> Yes, switch you. We switch? We switch. Oh, <laughs> shit. You know, I could see them doing that and I think, bringing back the motion I think controls. if any rumblings are going on right now, it's either, it's got to have something to do with a, basically a pro version, basically an updated, strong, more powerful switch, mm-hmm. or a next iteration of a 3DS kind of system. 
if they're going to keep one going. Ooh, a Switch. Because I don't see... They can't turn away from the Switch to, so soon. 3D Switch. I think the Switch format... Because you've barely even heard rumblings out of the other two. Yeah. There's, they, the they, other think, two. They, they know it, it's in production. They've got mm. um, dev kits for the PS5 or whatever the hell it is, but it's basically just a PC with yeah. what it might be. It's hypothetical hardware, yes. basically. So that's years away then. Yeah, because they want developers to be. And that's already been. How many years are they into the PS4? Is it seven years? Six years? Oh, time's gone by really fast, but yeah, probably. We had an Xbox One in 2014, and it came out after the PS4. Yeah, came a year later. And here we are four years from that, and that thing was already out for a whole year at that point. So yeah, probably so six it's been years. been five or six years? So at least six years, probably, for PS4. Something close, anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just a Switch Pro, because uh, everything moves so quick, especially technology and small spaces. Yeah, it was really fast. especially on that, I could see they could make some easy easy improvements to that system. And I would never have previously thought Nintendo would ever go the route of a Pro system until they put out the new 3DS. Yes, when they started doing faster. all the 3DSs, you have 3DS, 3DXL, 3DS. Yeah. They might actually start um, thinking that their market becomes so strong that they can get away with that. And they probably can, especially if they sold the, um, they kept controllers and peripherals all perfectly compatible. And so you could, um, I mean, if those controllers alone cost like a 70 bucks or 80 bucks to get yeah, a, if you a can use a Yeah, if you can use a Switch controller or just with And whatever. then if they sold the console, is just like the new tablet. Mm -hmm. And then you can actually have, um, you know kind of hand-me-downs within families. That's the same thing they kept thinking with the 3DS line. They would be able to, you know, a family might own two or three 3DSs because you can only have one person playing it at a time. So it might be households are going to become two Switch households and then you can play games like Rocket League on your own screen and stuff like that. Yeah. That don't require the the, uh, the pro hardware and just the new kind of standalone big games. I and, wouldn't and mind ports, a pro edition for the from Rocket the League on one. it though. <laughs> Yeah, Do of I course. have to play it in low res and very turn everything off because there is some yeah. lag in that game when I... you start joining a game. Lag in the game? Yeah. When you join a game, you have never you've never noticed the delay where you literally don't even start. Uh not in, in Rocket League. I never really yeah. noticed. I don't know. I haven't played enough. I've had it where I maybe load don't. in and you do nothing for about ten the first ten seconds of the game while everything else is going on, you're just sitting there doing nothing. Well, invisible or you players. have the invisible players. <laughs> That's always a fun one. <laughs> it's like, uh, we got to figure out what the cars look like and turn off all their effects. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what else uh, about the virtual console? Not a whole lot more to say. I think we've done a pretty good job Just on it. It's about 20 coming minutes. coming soon, and I hope they don't do what they did with the Wii U. Uh, it would be nice if somehow the money I've already put into virtual console would be remembered. They're kind of abandoning. They did the that with the Wii U, system. didn't they? They did it, but you had to like pay a dollar to get it onto the new system. Mm. Which, if you had a huge huge collection, yeah, not so great. Um, or you could they gave you a workaround because you could like transfer your Wii's basically brain into the Wii U, and then you had to like go into the Wii menu through the Wii U, and then in the Wii menu you could play the Virtual Console games. Mm, that's and they wonder why the Wii U didn't sell so yeah. well. Yeah, a few little hiccups like that for sure. <laughs> But um, at least honor something to do with the Switch. Uh, I know that they're, they're, um, they've changed the way that my Nintendo stuff works and your new, you have a new Nintendo account or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, that's, if that changed it during the Wii U and so it's still connected or if they're somehow linked and so it knows, like it can remember your purchases. 
from the old stuff. If it can, they have no excuse uh, to not let us. Even if I have to pay a dollar again to upgrade into the Switch version, it's better than paying another 12 bucks for Mario Kart 64 for the third time. <laughs> not including the $90 we probably spent when the game first came out on the N64 back in the day. Yeah. When $90 was worth a lot more money. <laughs> I still can't believe that. Cartridges cost a lot. Don't, well, just the price of games still the same price, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other topic we could really... Uh, Dig into. into. I think we've probably actually talked about the price oh, of yeah, games, we have. microtransactions and all that. They should definitely cost more. Um, and since we're getting into the news, why don't we just skip down a couple since we're talking suddenly about microtransactions. This week in nerdy news. Maybe it's not this week, but it's news to us. Uh, Battlefront 2 is reintroducing in-game purchases after their little tripping over themselves to... Uh, get a better yes. public image back in was that december november december yeah uh so it sounds like they're just cosmetic only yeah bringing it back kind of in a more logical way I've, everything i've seen very very much stresses it's cosmetic only it won't <laughs> yeah. affect in-game balance yeah so that's a good step i don't mind cosmetic microtransactions no. do them all you want because i understand making up some money from game development in in the form of that it's not a huge deal but still have a good balance with unlockables within a game yeah you know you don't want everything to be behind a paywall no uh, i don't know i couldn't uh find in the time i looked at the article or the news about it whether or not it was still gonna be random or if you can actually purchase direct cosmetics i didn't see anything on that yeah i, I would guess they're probably gonna still do loop i know that's what fortnite does that makes it better is its direct purchase so you can choose what you want yes. and buy it. Yeah, I like that a lot better. It's just they get less money for it. They like the yeah. gambling thing, but that is a whole other... That Well, the gambling thing is getting really cracked down, down on by a yeah. lot of people right now in the, you know, the Especially wider the public. Yeah, yeah. So that could be... I hope it's on its way out. But speaking about Battlefront 2, apparently there's Ewok Hunt coming out. <laughs> hunt? Ewok Hunt. <laughs> Wait, are you an Ewok hunting? Yes. Oh, okay. It You're starts hunting Ewoks. No, it so starts be a little dark. <laughs> it starts off. It's basically one versus everyone. You are hunt stalking storm stormtroopers as an Ewok. One, it'll be one player, and every time a storm oh player try, every time a stormtrooper dies, that becomes an Ewok. They spawn See, as an Ewok. Now I'm interested because that is zombies. That sounds good. It, unfortunately, zombies. everything I've heard though is it's a limited event for now. Oh. Jerks. And that starts uh, April 18th, so three days from now? It's out? I am interested. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to, I'll probably try to watch some streams for that, because I want to see how that works and if it's fun. Because zombies was like one of the most fun things that people made up in Halo, and that's yeah. the same concept. One person has a sword, everyone else has shotguns, and then you just slowly get people on your side. Then they made an official game mode, which I never played. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of, uh, Halo 2, the glory days of online gaming. Um, okay, so while we're uh, on the Star Wars topic, we'll just segue right into a little bit of movie news. Now, you haven't seen it, but the new Solo trailer came out, uh, I think, during a football game. Hmm. No. Uh, beginning of last week. Basketball. Would, would definitely not be a football game. Yeah. It was a sports. Sports ball. <laughs> during some sports ball last week. <laughs> Probably basketball. It might have been basketball. Uh, the new Solo trailer dropped. I watched it because I cannot stop myself. <laughs> I... The reason I haven't seen it is generally when I decide I'm going to see a movie and it's going to happen regardless, I will avoid all trailers after that point. See, I'll I watch can... the initial trailers, but once I've decided I'm seeing it, 
Yeah. I don't want anymore. I could just say that about every Star Wars movie for the rest of time. I shouldn't watch the trailers. <laughs> um, but I like it because I like talking about it. I'm not going to talk about it too much. No spoilers. I don't even think there were any spoilers. There were a few things in there that would have been like cool to wait to see the movie for. But I'm just as excited about them now, yeah. <laughs> having seen the trailer, that... I don't, I don't mind I don't you discussing them. If I don't have the picture in my mind, it's not going to stick in my head. Yeah, I mean, they're really dumb things, too. I, you're sure? Like, they're really dumb things. Yeah. Uh, Chewbacca, not the only Wookiee that we'll be seeing. Um, he hugged a Wookiee. Maybe there's <laughs> a, a Wookiee family involved. I, we don't know. Just a really quick scene. Chewie's family. Maybe Chewie's family, and then that's the life debt things coming back into play. That was the old canon where Han saved him or whatever, and he had to become... So maybe that's still going to be reintroduced basically into canon mm -hmm. and, and he has to leave his family in order to honor his life debt. I wonder how uh, prevalent life debts are in the Star Wars universe. Jar Jar had one <laughs> to Qui-Gon. Oh, uh, yes. That went out real well. Jar Jar, you really helped out Qui-Gon, didn't you? <laughs> Lasted a few hours and died. Spoilers, episode one if you and haven't seen it. then became <laughs> an enabler for Palpatine. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> anyways let's talk about happier star wars times um what else was really relevant in there not a whole lot uh yeah mostly just more kind of cool scenes action scenes uh the music was really like western sounding and That's i think cool. they're really playing up the uh kind of old-timey gunslinger that could be cool sort of stuff so which is yeah really cool for it's perfect for what han is essentially yeah well they've stayed away from touching star wars theme music generally in their standalones yeah like the, the rogue um, one didn't really rogue one it. like almost like played with the motifs of yeah. the star wars music but didn't actually go into them i, I like i like the music yeah i thought it was, yeah, was really cool i hope that um yeah it's, like star wars could be so much broader i feel than it is right now um get into really like like crazy uh uh i'm thinking like wagner wagner <laughs> how you pronounce his name i, 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 I don't but like yeah. the Valkyries, you know, yeah. all those themes and, and do the Old Republic with more stuff like that. Kind of like how Duel of the Fates was really kind of that style. Duel of the Fates, Duel of Fates, whatever it was in episode yeah. uh, two, right? Um, I can't wait to go back to the Old Republic and have music like that. But then you could do things in, well, the the OT era is perfect for more like techno-y, grimy, grimy music. Mm. Because it's like Empire just came in, everything's kind of uh, dystopian and all that. They could really go into, you know, less traditional Star Wars soundtracks. Um, actually have like electric guitars and, and drums would, and stuff. It'd be kind of cool. It would be cool. I don't Mix think they should ever go licensed music. I don't want to hear Zeppelin in my Star Wars. Yeah. I won't that, go that far. I don't think they've ever touched that and I hope they don't, I don't think keep making their own scores. Star Wars is Good its idea. own contained universe. Um, and the music Thor, is contained. on the other hand, Earth was a thing, is a thing. In the yes. Thor universe. There's no Earth in Star Wars. So That's don't true. have Earth music <laughs> in Star Wars. That's kind of the way I see that. We might as well stay in the Disney categories here. And Yeah, there's not I mean, much there's else to say about Solo. So, yeah. There's a lot of Disney, actually, in this news to this week. Yes. Um, do we want to jump? We can jump tapes to it. Um, the Disney and Fox deal? Yeah, sure. Well, um, do, you, uh, do you know much about it? I've been keeping up on it a little bit, just that, well, the main reason it hasn't gone down right away is because it's being partially blocked uh, was or reviewed, isn't it, by Comcast the Comcast or Verizon? One of the companies is complaining, too, to the government, I guess. Yeah. Because it's, it's a monopoly-type situation. It's, it's a massive purchase. Yeah. So they're trying to mix up. I think they, 
the EU has something in on it too that they want hmm. Disney to take Sky. Sky oh, News. Yeah, Sky was a part of Sky Network or whatever it is. I think it was part of taken something. by Fox or Fox wants it. These companies are worldwide. And <laughs> Dis they want Disney to take it instead or something. But yeah. Hmm. Um, and you, it, it maybe you heard something it may be finalized in the rumblings right now. They're saying um, at latest, basically end of summer 2019. So still a whole. That's it. Still, a bit yeah, away. still a year and a bit. Um, but the uh, the optimistic view was basically a year from now, so before summer, sometime in that like six month span is the one they're thinking it's going to wrap up. That'd be a massive purchase. Yeah, a lot of consolidation of franchises for sure. Yeah, I hope they, if that comes through, they keep it separate. I mean, they already do that with their animation. They have Disney mm -hmm. Animation and they have Pixar. Yeah, yeah, and they've let them do their own things. Well, so even keep under Disney, the Fox ones, unless you can pull a couple things from that Fox owns mm -hmm. and bring it into your Marvel universe and stuff like that, but Crossover keep your stuff. own style with 21st century if they pick that up. Yeah, because I like the way Fox has been going with some of these things now. Mm -hmm. Well, you have basically the same thing as you have in games, where it's like you've got the big company that has their own first party kind of studios, and then they've got exclusive kind of like other studios around them that always publish through the big guys yeah and then you just have your small studios that basically shop around and try to get whoever they can on it um so disney has like i think miramax is part of disney or something like that and like the weinstein company uh, they own a not lot so hot these days no but, uh, not so hot i think he might be even associated with disney or something um so in a yeah, bunker somewhere <laughs> yeah so have like fox still maintain fox because fox is even with uh star wars or was I think back in the day, um, Lucasfilm, because they always used to have, do, 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 yeah. you know, Fox was part of They published of with that. them. Yeah. So it's, you know, I don't think it's Lucasfilm anymore. is its own studio, and now Disney has owns it. Yeah. But Fox never owned Lucasfilm. They just published through them. And I just don't want Disney to pull everything out of 21st century and give it like a Marvel paintbrush. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think they can. I don't think that's going to work for them. Um I can see... You I want mean, different genres and different tastes. You don't want it all the same. And you can't make everything all bland and family-friendly and yeah. kind of, you know, not really risky. Speaking of that, there's the trailer for the New Mutants out. Oh, there's a trailer for it. Yes. I didn't know there was a trailer for I've it. I've seen the trailer. Okay. Does it look creepy? Uh, it looks creepy. Hmm. You know what is creepy is a remix of Pink Floyd. Um, Education. What, another brick in the wall? Another brick in the wall, yes. Oh, really? It, with little kids singing like a choir it's just it's, why does it, little kids in horror films singing creepily because <laughs> children are creeps <laughs> you get the shivers but um yeah i liked the look of it yeah they said they were doing basically rewriting the whole thing to make it more of a horror yeah but the, it's it's i don't have a problem with that because it's different mm -hmm. they're continuing moving on with that frame that they've been in with like um You've got the R-rated superhero ones. Yeah. You got Deadpool, and then you got the gritty Logan R-rated. Mm -hmm. Now you've got a horror. They've which got they, a, apparently they're planning. They want to do a trilogy with it. The New Mutants. Yes. Okay. And this is more just X-Men, like kind of B-list X-Men, I guess. Is really. Yeah. Um, I don't know how mainstream they were mm. at the point at the time, but they're basically going to isolate these five or whatever and make them. 
Five mutants. Yes, they're okay. they're basically in like a psychiatric psychiatric hospital. Mm. So I wonder <laughs> if they're going to be like anti-heroes in a way. Then no, they're being used. They're heroes. Oh, they're, oh, so they. <laughs> the are. hospital is the enemy. Oh, okay, so I wonder how that becomes a. Horror, it seems though. like like that's where um if they're the creeps. <laughs> basically. I, don't, I have no idea if they're basically it's the trailer basically sets them up as um they're they're like little snakes they don't know how to control their venom. Okay. When the, if they bite something, they don't know how strong they are at the time. Right. So maybe their powers are acting up. They don't really show what's going on, other than like mutants getting freaked out. Huh. I'm intrigued either way. Um, I haven't been into X Men in a long time. I haven't even seen Logan, which I want to. I just haven't got around to it. Yeah. Um, X Men kind of got really lame <laughs> for a while. I haven't seen probably half of them because they started going back in time and they, they got our, they jumped around a little bit too much and lost me in that one. Yeah. That seems to be like the fate of everyone with superheroes except for Disney right now. Yeah. Um, Disney's doing something very unique and special with the MCU compared to DC. It's basically because they, they seem to have planned it out well in advance. They did a good job of planning everything out and saying, this is how we want to go. They kind of had they like kind a, of followed um, that. It's almost like they had a, okay, we're going to do this and this is what we're going to do if this does well. Yeah. And it did. And then they're like, cool. Now we can do this because we thought about it. Instead of just, shit, what do we do next? Yep. Every time. I haven't even seen the DC movies. I just know everyone's pretty lukewarm about them. Yeah, like the I haven't Batman been too Superman's. impressed with them. Now they're already doing a Justice League, trying to be the Avengers after a year and a half Yeah, that, that's the main problem with the way the DC's gone, is they basically went from zero to everything mm -hmm. immediately. And you, you don't have time to introduce characters. Well, since we're talking already about Marvel... Um, let's go into something a little bit specific, but basically Hawkeye hasn't been in any of the marketing material for, uh, Infinity War. Yes. And all the fans are, it's, it's there's big been rumbling. petitions. Yeah. There's been a big rumbling about it. He did retire though, right? In the, the most recent Avengers. Like, I don't think so. I wanted it, to more dedicate to his family. He's going to be there. Well, yeah, I think he's going to be there too, but either way, the, uh, the producers are, or well, somebody's come forward and said, Hawkeye has an arc. Just yeah. stop talking about it. They, they, He's they, not gone. They said there's a lot of plot time because it's over two movies. Yeah. So yeah. there's time. I mean, and even if he's not... And if he's if he's not showing up now, he could... It could be in this one. He could be the end screen. One, and it could yeah. be just whatever they show with him is too much of a spoiler for yeah. inside the movie. That's what I probably was figuring. He's, he's doing something too important to really show. I mean, you could just show his face. I'm sure they have a scene of him going... You know, or or drawing a bow, or you know, anything <laughs> at all. That's it's kind of weird. But maybe he'll just be in the uh, the after credits. Maybe role. just because it's been such a thing now, it's just a way to drive hype <laughs> yeah, by just not trolling showing. everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they'll release like a trailer in the next couple of days before the movie comes out, and basically it's just all Hawkeye. Just, it's just a Hawkeye <laughs> a shot of Hawkeye. Uh, that'd be funny. Just the very like they release a two minute trailer and he'll just be like the last three seconds. Yeah, just uh, he draws an arrow. Yeah, done. <laughs> just draws an arrow. It's Everyone actually, applause. It's actually a scene from the last Avengers movie. It's not even new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, let's go back into games for a second here before we get to our last. No, let's let's wrap up movies. Yeah, the um, laundromat. Yeah, I was really intrigued when I saw that they were going to make a movie about that. It seems really soon. It's good. It's I more like, current like it's than good, most of yeah. the time. Most. To the time Hollywood seems to move. Yeah. So The Laundromat is going to be a movie about the Panama Papers that were leaked. What was it? I might have been... 2015? Yeah, I was back already in Canada. So that was after... Yeah, it was 2015, I guess. 2015, 2015 2016. 2016. Might have been early 2016. Um, 
we're good at this. <laughs> we get it in the general year yeah. or two. <laughs> we're too old to be picking dates out of our ass now. Um, so I find that really interesting because the whole everything about it was intriguing to me back then when it was all happening and it'd be cool to see kind of a narrative. Yeah. I, li- I like that kind of um, investigative narrative kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the director's that's doing it. Uh, I think one of his previous works was Logan Lucky. Did you ever see that one? No. Oh, I oh, saw yeah, it before I, I left New Zealand. Yeah, what was that? That had uh, Daniel Craig in it and a couple other... Oh, was it Channing Tatum? I think he was in that one too. Hmm. Um, and it was like a Southern style heist flick. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've never, never it was. It, it was really funny. Huh. So it was definitely worth a watch. Um, but apparently the movie is going to be, the laundromat's going to be more along the lines of like a Spotlight style movie. Spotlight I'm not sure if you've seen style. Spotlight. It's also another one worth seeing. I have not. Uh, Spotlight came out in 2015. It was, like I think it got list. Academy Awards. One or two or Spotlight. multiple. It's yeah. basically, it was, um, it was following the Boston Globe's Spotlight investigative journalists. Okay. As they are investigating um, abuse in the Roman Catholic Church when that mm. started coming out. All right. Man, so that was a lot of That was a good, good movie. Movies. That, that had, um, can't remember his name right now, Bruce Banner, current. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Harvey, Bruce Banner. Oh, yeah, that guy. Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Uh, I couldn't think of his name right now. When he said Bruce Banner, I went straight to uh, Superman for some reason. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, another one on the list. Yeah. I got a big list. <laughs> it's massive. You should see it. My list is huge. <laughs> Biggest list you've ever seen. Um, so one more little piece of movies. Um, you didn't see it. The clown. No, movie. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But there's a chapter two coming. All right. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not my style. Do you know if it had a sequel in a book? I can't remember. I didn't read them. I, yeah. d- I, I don't have a problem with clowns, and I don't want to have a problem <laughs> with clowns, so I'll just stay away from that All one. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know uh, anything about that. I'll probably watch it eventually. I just Sure. Yeah, I don't mind. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's uh, it for movies. <laughs> it for movies. Uh, one last little piece of gaming news. God of War. Is getting really well reviews. Yeah, I hadn't really been following this until I started looking into it. Yeah, it's um, I guess it's a bit a departure for the series. Yeah, they're doing some different things. It's with it. less lin. It was more linear in the past, from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really played any of them. I've just seen gameplay and trailers. I, I played the first one up to the first boss, got demolished, and never played it again. <laughs> <laughs> this one sounds like it event. It opens up pretty quick into like. You make your own choices, open world, yeah. stylish. Apparently, some people are even complaining it's a little too open. Yeah, I've heard it. Well, no, I've heard comparisons to like in the reviews to Zelda. Oh, really? Style. Like, like where you, Zelda. like you are actually, yeah, <laughs> Breath of the Wild, where you're basically wandering around and you're finding things that have their own little story tied to them. It's not just a little fetch quest. Mm. All I can say is I'm a little annoyed. I have more good games to play that I can't find the there's time just, to get to. There's <laughs> so much out there. Um. And that's just uh, PlayStation, right? Yeah. That's, uh, so uh, I wouldn't mind giving my PS4 a little more love. Still got to play two very good games, get through Horizon, and even start to The Last of Us. <laughs> the Last of Us 2 will come. And if I can you have You definitely have to play The Last games, of Us before the next one comes out. Yeah, we should uh, We should really start 
focusing on playing some games. What have I been doing lately? Tiny House is back in my life. If you didn't know, I have another channel. It's called Rookie Roost. Go look it up. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> uh, and that is it for headlines this week that I found in the 10 minutes when I searched for headlines this week. So we're going to go into the next section called What Have We Been Playing? I'll come up with a catchier name. <laughs> uh, what have you been playing this week that I don't know about? Uh, I've started playing a previous favorite again. I just dig it up every couple months. RimWorld. RimWorld. Which is a simulation um, random ass world building thing where you're playing as crash-landed survivors on a, on a planet that you generate with whatever settings you want. You choose whatever area you want to go to, hmm. and you basically, your goal is to get back off the planet, but there's so much random stuff in that game. It is excellent. Um, like, anything can happen. It's not, I mean, you're not, you're not it's not HD graphics. It's top-down. <laughs> okay. And it's fairly cartoony-looking keeping it simple mm -hmm. but there's so much going on in the background you can just have random animals attacking you diseases fights from raiders would, would that be older than um what's that new game that everyone it really sucked when it first came out uh it's new i think it's first person <laughs> now it's apparently a little better no man's sky ah uh, anything at all like that not really okay no man's sky is very <laughs> specific you're getting into space you're spaceship flying around you are harvesting resources in this one too but it's more of you're focused on your little tribe okay. your little group of people you can have random people join you are you stuck on the planet yes oh, okay so that's different from no man's sky i yeah. think yeah it's um it's very micromanagey and you got to get into in depth to it the main thing that keeps me coming back to it is the it's been fairly well updated and the mods are excellent people come out with their own content for it so easily mm. And there's like good, um, it's not sketchy mods. They're like, no, they're good mods. Okay. I've never gotten to modding for anything, mostly because I don't play PC games, but yeah, that's the big one. Um, yeah, I used to, I remember with Unreal Tournament way back in the day, I used to play people's maps sometimes. Mm. That was fun. <laughs> Capture the flag all by myself against bots. <laughs> but, that's my uh, experience with bots. Outside of that game, it's just pretty much been standard. The rotation. The PUBG and Rocket League in there. PUBG, Little Rocket League. I got my first chicken dinner in PUBG this week. <laughs> I will gloat. Uh, it was a solo game. Solo it was dinner. glorious. Slow solo dinner. That is available up on uh, our Twitch channel, which you should check out. And we will uh, try to get more Twitch streaming down this week. Eventually, we should probably get like a schedule. Yeah. We just know certain nights a week we're going to be just, streaming. Um, it seems to be easier... In duos than it does in squads, a lot of the time, yes. I'm finding. I like duos a lot Duos better. and single. Single gets chaotic because you're watching everywhere all the time. You know that something is not covered. What like, I like about solo is that when you kill a guy, you don't have another guy coming to kill you. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Duo, you have... it. If you do kill another guy, you only know you know it's only one more person. Mm -hmm. The problem with squads... And he's alone. Yes. Like it's, he's alone then. Yeah. If you've killed one, you might have one more coming after you and that's it. Yeah. Squads, you could have three angry people coming over the hill. Yeah. And I got myself into some real good gang rapes when we play squads now and then, getting trapped in a building, going down and getting punched to death real quick. 
That's more uh, original Xbox versus Xbox One. Yeah, it's really starting to encourage me to buy an Xbox One X. Yeah. I have so many things I want to buy. Only so much money. Only so much money. (laughs) Lots of credit, though. I could get all these things, but then debt for days. The one thing with PUBG that I'm finding now is that I want something to change it up. I Mm. want to experience the different modes. I want to see different maps that the PC gets. Yeah. I do think we should try for it. It's been so... It's been out for a long time, and they have not been dropping anything for us. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I would like to try Fortnite if it's a similar style, like Battle Royale. The big thing I don't like is very different. the combat seems very jumpy, dodgy, which I hate that kind of style. Eh, I wouldn't mind trying it. If it's free, we should try it. Yeah. We'll do, our, we'll do a first-time playthrough of that and Pirate Life. <laughs> and get beat down <laughs> real the, quick. See if these we were planning on doing some streaming of that too but we got to make sure we have a solid night a solid two weeks when the trial is free <laughs> yeah um to make sure we can dedicate to sea of thieves a few other things need to kind of fall into line with well it's mostly my life you're, you're pretty stable and, and able to schedule things i'm kind of yep. chaotic right now and i say right now but it's been 10 years and I haven't been able to iron out my schedule so. <laughs> so i'll magically change in the next two weeks and we'll get some sea of thieves going uh, other than that, PUBG and the, the usual games, I guess. Um, yeah, you didn't play any Majora's Mask. You feel like you're falling out no. of sync with that. Yeah. Uh, we can, uh, let's get that on going on stream. Maybe we'll beat it on stream. We'll push through to the end. <laughs> you can see how terrible I am at the game. <laughs> it's a hard game to be bad at. I mean, well, it's a, what makes you good or bad at it? It's, it's not a whole lot of twitchy action kind of thing going on. Yeah, I haven't been, I've never really been professional in those games mm. i don't know what professional would look like i'm a um, breath of the wild you can definitely be bad or good at that game yes and there's some spectacular good in those ones and some spectacular bad <laughs> yes <laughs> um but yeah i'd uh for a game that i played that you weren't a part of uh cory and i one night tried to play a little bit of destiny 2 which is up on the stream as well not that entertaining because destiny 2 not that entertaining. It's basically my review of Curse of Osiris so far. Uh, we put in about eh, at least two hours. It was boring. It was just like procedurally degenerated areas. Not really. Mm. Just they've got a few things that they shuffle. Yeah. Um, and then they just throw enemies into it. And it's just a space with the enemies we've been fighting for the last four years. Kill them, move on to the next area, fight Is a bullet sponge boss. Like um, what was in the original Destiny? With um, the Reef guy. Oh, uh, well, this is actual Cyrus is in there. Oh, okay. Cyrus himself is part of the story. No, I was thinking more of... Um, Brother Vance? No. Varix? The weird Varix, yes. I uh, know. No. I wish. I wish Varix was involved, but no. Just Brother Vance being weird and blind. <laughs> um, there's a cool cutscene to open the game. You see Osiris for the first time. Um, I, I don't know. It's just not... I feel like they're trying too hard and missing the mark. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my uh, opinion on that. They need to just focus on mechanics. Maybe don't focus on story so much. I would I would read the grimoire over what they're doing right now. Damn. Like, it's just, this is not, not feeling great. Although, uh, news headlines that I didn't uh, incorporate in here. Um, I think it was late in the week where it became a thing. The next Destiny expansion has been announced and the reveal will be the end of this month. Maybe we can do a little reveal show destiny reveal destiny 2 reveal yeah since i'm Exciting. such an expert it's probably the first one no i wasn't excited about curse of osiris either 
So it's the second time a Destiny thing's coming out. See if it gets your attention. I, I hope it's intriguing. It's called Warmind. It's just called Warmind. And I would be intrigued on that if like, they tie into Rasputin and get that going. That's the side of Destiny I'm really interested in. I want to know more about the history and the universe. I didn't really care about Osiris. Didn't care about him in the last game because he just... He was just... It was an event. We don't know who he was. We were just there <laughs> killing other people. It exactly. had nothing to do with a person. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And maybe we'll uh, we'll give a little review or a watch along or something. I think it'll come out on uh, probably like a 10 a.m. thing. And we'll just wait. I get home from work. We'll do a live reaction. All right. We haven't had one of those since the Nintendo one. <laughs> Make that a feature. Better better audio next time. Yeah, it'll be much better audio and, and video. Everything's going to be better. That was <laughs> that was just not good last time. Uh, so, yeah, that wraps up what we have been playing this week. What have we been watching? Yeah, you definitely need better titles. Yes. What have we been watching? <laughs> I'll call it um, Where the Eyeballs... What What have the eyes seen? I don't know. We'll, we'll think of something. <laughs> Uh, I think I've got you beat on this one. Oh, yes. You've Together, watched, like, we've watched a fair amount of the MCU because we are yep. still working through all of the Marvel We're Cinematic Universe movies. all of them before Infinity War comes out, which is... We need to moving. pick it up. We, we went pretty We're pretty close. We're getting there. I think we're more than halfway through, so we can nail it if we get a couple double yeah. feature nights. This week should be good. But, uh, yeah, we watched both The Guardians Yep, and... Was it Thor of the Dark World part of this last one? I think we had seen that with Corey. So okay. the last podcast we would have seen Thor. I can't remember what the other one was then. Yeah, the list is just so far Civil away. War, no. no. Winter we Soldier. We haven't watched Silver War yet. Winter we watched Soldier? that with Corey too. We may have just watched the Guardian movie since last week. I huh. feel like we watched more. I thought more. we watched more. I guess maybe not. Yeah, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2. Probably my most viewed Marvel movie at this point, Guardians yes. of the Galaxy 1. Yes. Uh, two now we've even seen twice. Woo! Yeah. I don't usually watch movies more than once, so. Uh, that's a thing for me. Yeah. I'll just pull out a random movie that I've owned and watched. It probably saves me money. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it's always the days of renting where it's just, I never owned movies, so I just rent them, bring them back, and probably wouldn't rent them again. That was it. But yeah, those Guardian movies, both of them are excellent movies. Yeah. Yeah, we've been... Uh, Number two wasn't quite the same. It was the Drax show, though. It was, Drax yeah, hilarious Drax was in hilarious in that yeah. one. We'll and, save our in-depth reviews for when we do the MCU in review, which okay. will be a feature we put up. But And uh, outside of that, I went to the movie theater mm. and saw three movies in the last week. Damn, spending your high rolling money. No, that was <laughs> a lot of money, yeah. 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 Especially when you stay in the movie theater and eat dinner. Ugh. Um, what, oh, one movie you, I did VIP? see. Yes. Oh, yeah. I do like the VIP. Um, Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, yeah. The second Pacific Rim movie with uh, John Boyega. I think I said his name right. Star Wars guy? Yes. Oh, yeah. John Boyega? 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 We are excellent (laughs) professionals. That's right. (laughs) I know how to pronounce everything. Now you've made me doubt it. It might be. I think it is Boyega. John Boyega? Boyega? Nah, shit. Uh, He (laughs) is excellent when he's playing a badass person with a British accent. It's nice to hear. He is actually British, yeah. And they just didn't want it in the Star Wars. I think he's done that in an interview I saw. They yeah. They wanted the American accent. Yeah, she, which is weird, actually. she's already British sounding. If that's their only reason, and there's no lore reason for it, that's kind of weak. Because really, the Empire, the Imperials in general, should have um, a British-type accent. Because that's mm. they're kind of snobbery. <laughs> no offense to uh, anyone from, from Britain here. If our, one of our six subscribers is, is from the UK, I'm, I apologize. 
<laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was who was abducted as a child. So maybe he already has had his accent. It was a good movie for just the smash maps, but at the same time, what they lost me in was just it's gone very young. Uh, yeah. It's basically all about the young kids piloting the Jaegers this time, the big robots. Was it a more mature, older movie last time? Yes, than the first much, one? Hmm. much more. I wonder why they would do that. Usually it goes uh, they, the other way. I think they wanted to grab a diff, try a different audience, and I just feel like they've probably lost out on money because of the way they went. Hmm. I mean, it's good. You might get some more young fans in because of the way they went, but I don't know. Everything's trying to be a franchise. I don't think it's going to... I don't know if it'll make it through this movie. I don't think it did very well. No? No. I just no, want to see it because I like seeing monsters, big monsters and big mechs punching the crap out of each other. <laughs> Where's my Gundam movie? I want a Hollywood Gundam movie. Have they ever... It's only been anime, right? Never tried uh, there might be a live action terrible one out there, but <laughs> uh, nothing big budget. Mm. Um, and then I saw Ready Player One. Yeah. Excellent for what I was going for. I was not going for some super deep, I'm intrigued by the story and the plot line in this movie. Yeah. I was going for Nostalgia Factor and it hit all the right notes. A lot notes. of cool Easter eggs. A lot of good Easter eggs, lots of tributes to... I can't even name them all, all the different movies and games and music and pop culture. There are... They're massive. A lot of uh, YouTube channels that like point out every Easter egg in, in movies. Well, I'll probably stuff. be buying that movie. But it's a long... Because there'll be process. a lot of re forward and rewind that I want to see this mm. scene over and again. There's a lot of Halo. Yeah, apparently. The Chief's I, in there. Master Chief Squadron. Big Sauce. <laughs> At one point, he pulls out. Yeah, I got to go see that. I got to find people to go watch movies with. You go during the well, day sometimes. I, yeah, well, I... <laughs> I am down for movies, but it's just expensive. You just don't have time, and have, it is expensive. A, there's not enough time in a day, not enough days in a week. And then the final movie of the week was A Quiet Place, mm, which we were potentially going to see together. Yes, but I ended up working, <laughs> and that one was excellent. Mm. It's a horror movie, kind of in. It's not gruesome, particularly. It's like more that. of like the scare. It's scary attention. It's kind of along the lines of like um, a signs type. Mm -hmm. It's creepy. And village, except if village was creepy better. and thrilly. Yes. Tense. And, and kind of like a predator aspect. No, uh, not, not predator, um, aliens, like the xenomorphs okay. hunting you kind of thing. Huh. But it's all based on sound. If you make too much noise, they come and get you. The trailers definitely uh, make you want to see it, I think. Yeah. It was very well done. So if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the trailer for A Quiet Place. I haven't seen it. I, I don't want to go in any more depth and spoil anything because yeah. it's recent and good. Yeah, definitely anything in theaters. We will give very fair spoiler but warnings yes. if we're going to talk about them. For those three movies that are current, you got a thumbs up for Ready Player One and A Quiet Place and a thumbs down <laughs> Pacific Rim. Save your money. Wait for the VHS. Unless you like seeing big mechs and monsters punch each other on the big screen. Mm. Well, in That's that about case, the only reason you'd go wait for a it. month and go to one of your small local theaters and support those small local I think local it theaters. is a small... It is time now, though. It's Already? been out for a while. Oh, has it? Oh, didn't know that. Um, speaking of small local theaters, it's probably where we're going to end up watching Black Panther if it's not still in the big theaters. <laughs> Hopefully it's still in there. I haven't seen it yet. So we got to get to uh, through the list so I can watch that. Um, we could probably find a small theater, though. Yeah. With that playing. Or the drive-thru. Drive-in. Go for a nice romantic a evening. Drive -in the drive-in. It's out in Aldergrove. <laughs> Not too far from here. Um, that's probably a good place to that's wrap it, it up. So We're the, pretty close so to 60. The final segment. We've got one more segment. Oh. 
What? What? Q and A. So we take your questions and answer them. None this week. All right. <laughs> if you have questions for us, please leave them in the comments below and or ideas to discuss. Yeah, topics. Let's you do the work. <laughs> headlines. Why don't you just email me headlines? Do yes, if you it. can think of better titles for our segments. Yeah, let's make that a little competition. <laughs> All right, subscribers, we have a mission for you this week. Name our segments. We've got one called general discussion. We've got one called. I'm calling it this week in nerdy news. I think we probably keep I mean, that one. That's, that's a good that's one. That's not bad. I think it's a ripoff from somebody. Probably. I think I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so good then. Maybe not so good. But the other, the last one. two definitely need some work. Yeah. What have we been playing and what have we been watching? Mind you, these segments will change week to week because they are not necessarily staying there. Nerdy might, news could probably be more repeating. I'm thinking this might be a good format. You can interchange in sometimes. general. Maybe we'll add another general topic and make them. Then we have two if it's a light kind of week of watching and, and playing. I don't know. But I like the uh, kind of wrapping things up with, hey, this is what we spent our week doing. Yeah, okay. You know, it gives little reviews, little uh, little tidbits. Um, but feedback is always appreciated. So if you, the audience, has feedback, it's appreciated. Send it to us. And while you're at it, subscribe to this channel. Like and subscribe. And like it. And like come watch and... us some clips on Twitch. Yes, come visit us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash postnerdism. We'll try to be there at least a few times this week. I'd say we could get two or three nights going. And we're going to figure out some kind of a schedule so that you know when that's going to happen. Schedules are good. I like my life to have a schedule. When I have schedules, I actually get things done. <laughs> you know? Like this podcast every week. Sundays, we record. Mondays, up it goes. Uh, and then go to the uh, actual podcast services. If you're not already just listening to this on audio, go to iTunes and subscribe to it. Even if you don't use iTunes, just to give us those numbers, those really important numbers. It's free after all. It doesn't hurt you at all. All right. Enough blabbing on. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. I think you're ripping somebody off with that one. I don't know. I think <laughs> I just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.